This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. A few hours ago, in Russia, Vladimir Putin delivered a seven-minute televised address to his nation, um, and a lot happened in that address. He talked about mobilizing as many as 300,000 um, reservists could be brought into the war. He talked about uh, nuclear threats, said it's not a bluff, all kinds of things. So to go through the latest developments, uh, a big day with the whole Russia-Ukraine situation. We're going to chat now with Marcus the most Olga, the founder of DisinfoWatch.org and a senior fellow at the McDonald laurie Institute Center for Advancing Canada's Interests Abroad. Marcus, thank you for joining us once again. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me on, Shay. So I guess the big headline here, the number one takeaway, mobilizing possibly hundreds of thousands of reservists. What does that tell us about how Putin is viewing the progress of the situation right now? Well, Shay, look, we're, we're in the seventh month of what Vladimir Putin initially called a three-day operation to denazify Ukraine. Um, things have not been going well. Um, they've been on a downward slide over the past several months. And in, in the last two weeks, we've seen massive gains by the Ukrainian army in, in the east of Ukraine and, and now in the south of Ukraine. And um, I think that, you know, this, this mobilization, um, the, the, uh, the statement that uh, there are going to be four areas of eastern Ukraine where, where Russia has illegally occupied territory, they're going to be holding sham referendums. Uh, to uh, call on on Russia to accept them as as part of Russia. Um, All of this, what it tells me is that Vladimir Putin is desperate. He is in a panic. Um, The the situation domestically in Russia is rapidly deteriorating. Uh, Support for his war is fading. Um, And with this conscription, call for uh, conscription, uh, and the mobilization of, of these 300,000 uh, men, and this may only be the, the, the beginning, right. there is a mass flight of, of, of Russian men leaving uh, Russia. Uh, apparently all the flights out of Russia for the next two weeks are completely booked up. Uh, so things are not going well. Things are deteriorating domestically. Uh, and and I, like I said, Vladimir Putin is right now in, in a serious panic. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the cost of flights has soared uh, to about $10,000 U.S. to get out of the country, and they're sold out. Uh, it just mass panic to get out. Um, okay, so let's walk through a couple of things. First of all, uh, it's not like he's just reaching down and getting 300,000 fully trained, ready-to-go, and equipped soldiers. He's talking about getting guys out of prison, expanding the age up to 60. Like, it's not like this is an immediate re- reactionary force even, right? No, you're absolutely right, and, and thanks for bringing up that initiative. One of those points that uh, that he's uh, he's trying to enlist conscripts. Uh, there's a his the man that they call Putin's chef, Yevgeny Prigozhin, who runs a, a private military contract group called Wagner, which has been involved in all sorts of atrocities in in Africa over the past few years. Uh, there was a video that emerged just uh, three or four days ago where he went into one of Russia's most notorious prisons, filled with murderers and rapists and such. And, uh, and suggested to all of these, these prisoners, these convicts, that if they served on the, on the front, that they would, they would eventually be released. And, uh, so far he's been able to enlist 3,000 convicts. Um, one of them, according to a report two days ago, is a cannibal. 
uh, he was he was uh, imprisoned for eating people, killing oh, people and then eating them. These are the types of people that Vladimir Putin is trying to enlist into his into his failing effort right now. Uh, and uh, to you know, further to your point about the uh, the conscripts, the three hundred thousand that he's looking at, these are not. Uh, you know, battle-hardened troops. These are people that may have been gone through training, uh, you know, 10 right. years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, even like you said, 60-year-old men. Um, it's not necessarily going to help them in the front. And this is not instantaneous either. It's not like these men will suddenly appear tomorrow. Um, it's going to take a lot of time to get them uh, trained up, to get them equipped to go to the front. And even then, there's uh, there's no, you know, I don't think there's any indication that it'll, it'll help. Right now, what we've been seeing over the past couple of weeks is is Russian troops uh, deserting their positions, um, just jumping out of their, their tanks and and fleeing, running literally back to Russia. And there's no reason to believe that the morale will be any different with these conscripts. So I'm not sure that it's going to make too much of a, a difference on the ground uh, with these conscripts if they ever do arrive to the front. Um, and the other thing to keep in mind is that a lot of the equipment that Vladimir Putin has is, has been breaking down. Um, the sanctions that we've imposed on him have uh, inhibited his ability to actually, they've terminated his ability to fix any of those weapons. So he's using uh, basically Soviet era museum pieces on the front lines right now. And they're no match for the Ukrainian army and certainly the Western weapons that we've supplied them. So uh, yeah, the situation, even with these conscripts, doesn't mean, I don't think it'll change the situation too much uh, tactically or strategically on the ground. And I think that uh, Ukraine will continue having this success, even though the conscripts are going to be arriving in, in the coming months. Marcus, as you said, we're, we're, you know, we're seven months into this now and it hasn't been going well for some time. Is the hesitation or the fact that it's taken this long for Putin to try and pull some lever that he may have access to because it's wildly popular, unpopular within Russia? And this kind of comes across as an admission that things are not going well and any support that he might have within the country will be further eroded and put him at more peril. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Well, yeah, that's a great point, uh, Shay, that, uh, you know, there, the war hasn't been entirely popular, but there hasn't been that much criticism of it either, uh, or there hasn't been much broad criticism of it. Um, there were initial uh, protests in the first few weeks, but they were violently repressed. Uh, there were some 15,000 protesters who were detained and, and put into prison. They're facing charges, and many of them up to 10 years in prison. Uh, and so that was quite effective in silencing any criticism. But, uh, of course, over the past uh, week or two, we've seen that criticism rise. We've seen uh, uh, municipal councillors in, in Moscow and St. Petersburg, at least 50 of them, they've put together a public petition calling on Vladimir Putin to resign. Um, there are various different oligarchs who have spoken out of, about the war. But most importantly, uh, Russia's most popular pop singer, Ala Pugacheva, yeah. um, who was seen as a very close ally of Vladimir Putin's over the years, often seen partying and dining together. She came out two days ago and criticized this war. So if that's the case, you know, there are definite cracks appearing. I think that's 
one reason why we're seeing this uh, this panic sort of conscription, these threats of nuclear war, is that the, the situation domestically is deteriorating for Vladimir Putin, and he needs to respond somehow. Uh, because ultimately, you know, the end of Vladimir Putin will not come in any other way other than a sort of a grassroots uprising by the, by the people of Russia. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, as someone who's been watching uh, Vladimir Putin for the past 20 years, um, you know, I see the seeds of that being planted right now. And I, I would argue that this could be what we're seeing right now could be the beginning of the end of Vladimir Putin. Wow. Um, now, the other question that comes up every time we talk about this, that desperation that you're talking about, when he is pushed into that corner, when he is that desperate, the end of Vladimir Putin, he was talking about nuclear weapons again today and saying it is not a bluff. Is it a bluff? How real is that risk, Marcus? Well, look, uh, I think that we have to assume, I mean, this guy is desperate. Um, he is a rat that is in the, uh, that is being forced into a corner right now. Um, he's actually, we haven't forced him into a corner. He's forced himself into that corner due to his own incompetence and the people around him. Um, and, uh, you know, I think we should expect him to lash out. Uh, he has biological weapons, chemical weapons. He has nuclear weapons. He has not hesitated over the past seven months to target tens of thousands of civilians who have been killed, hospitals, schools um, in, in Ukraine. So, you know, this is we're dealing with someone who not only I don't think he has a moral conscience, I think he's a little bit, um, you know, a, a bit of a psychopath as well. So I don't I, I would expect him to use some sort of uh, tactics to, to or some sort of mass weapon, massive weapons of mass destruction to further terrorize um, Ukraine. But I, I wouldn't. I would be extremely surprised if he used any sort of uh, nuclear weapons, especially the kind of nuclear weapons that might threaten uh, European nations or, or Canada or the United States. Um, because the one thing that the, the single goal that Vladimir Putin has is survival. And, uh, you know, if he were to engage in a, in a broader sort of nuclear conflict, um, that would mean the end of Vladimir Putin. He knows that. So if, when he's talking about nuclear weapons, he may be threatening the use of tactical nuclear weapons. These are, these are nuclear weapons with very, uh, you know, limited um, uh, destructive yield uh, that can be used on, you know, uh, parts of the city, on the battlefield and such. Right. He may do that, but I don't think that there's, a, there's any threat of a, of a broader nuclear conflict, although he would like to uh, make us believe that he is actually threatening that. Um, that strategic tactical uh, nuke that you're talking about, would that demand a response from the West, though? Biden has told him, don't. Do not do that. Does that red line stand if it's, like you say, something strategic, tactical, and not widespread? Well, um, I mean, that's a good question. I think the West would have to respond in some way. Now, whether that's, you know, I don't think that it's a nuclear response necessarily, um, but we need to, I think that it would require us to increase the, the, the kinds of weapons that we're sending the, to the Ukrainians. Um, you know, these, you know, that should include perhaps long range artillery, the kind of artillery that might strike into places like Crimea and other parts yeah. of, of Ukraine that are occupied by Russia. So yeah, I mean, it would, it would require a response. I just don't think that the West would necessarily respond escalated with, with, with escalated with nuclear weapons gotcha marcus uh incredible insight as always thank you so much for joining us